Good evening, you're listening to Morserta Paranormal Radio, and tonight we're going to be discussing ghosts. So we'll start off with uh, just different types of ghosts um, and spirits and different uh, uh, types of hauntings and, and that sort of thing. So what are we starting off with? Well, I think uh, the first thing we should start with is uh, probably... Uh, most common when people think of ghosts of full figure apparitions. Okay. Okay. And that just happens to be the the most uh, rare, uh, the, the most rare photograph that at least is convincing enough to me to be real. Right. Uh, I mean, most... I guess we can generalize it more into interactive personality. Okay. So, so the full full apparition. I, I guess uh, uh, when most people think about this, I, I think most people that have you know, an interest in the paranormal probably think of the, the famous picture of the, the brown lady over in England. Yes. You know, coming down the stairs. Yeah. And uh, that was from 1936. And I believe even from today, it still hasn't been debunked. It's, it's got the most clout. It's right. Like, it's considered the most credible of any photo of any manifestation of right. spirit. Um, but, I mean, in the inter interactive personalities... Uh, go further than just the full figure apparitions it's also things like smells associated i should mention that usually in these cases uh the person that somebody sees is that of a deceased loved one family member or historical figure so like gettysburg or like abe know, lincoln or abe lincoln in the white house now would this also be considered a, a residual haunting like a, um, like or a, or a repeat haunting? Yes, yes, okay. absolutely. But uh, most common, you know, I mean, not most common being the physical apparition. Uh, that's like the gold standard. But uh, more common people will have smells like cigar or lilac or right, right. You know, perfume <clears throat> that someone wore. If they smoke cigarettes, maybe they smell cigarettes. Right, I, I've heard that. Uh, things <laughs> like that. Um. And a lot of people believe that it's just loved ones trying to reconnect with them, you know, for whatever whatever reason. You know, that's the, the common idea people have. Okay. Um, so. All right. Yeah. So, so um, let's see. What else have we got? Uh, I mean, a lot of people, when they talk, like, ghosts, I mean, this is more under the, you know, photography of it or, or orbs. Orbs, yes. And... You know, I know as a group, we tested so many different um, st uh, uh, styles of photography and actually like, I, you know, I guess you would say faked orbs just to find out what we're looking at. And they look just like, and, and yeah, there's, it, there's no telling any difference between a real orb in strong quotes and, uh, you know, a raindrop or a, even a bug. Right. Because right. I mean, we've been fooled with that before. Like, you know, on the field, you'll get a picture of this like really cool like orb, and when you take it home and look at it on the computer, and you can blow it up and you see it, it is a moth. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, in case you don't know, an orb is a ball of light, and it's usually traveling. And uh, when you take pictures of it, that's the excuse for the trail is that they move so fast. But the common idea is it is energy. Uh, manifesting, trying to build up into a full-bodied apparition. So they believe they, that it starts as an orb and tries to build up from there. And it's, you know, the common belief is it's the soul or the energy force of a human or an animal. Right. You know, it could be an animal as well. And they usually appear in photographs, either white or blue, uh, are the most common uh for something like that. <clears throat> what about those those weird plasma-like ones that we were getting? So the plasma-like ones could be considered uh, what they call funnel ghosts. Okay. okay. Funnel ghosts are um, sometimes called vortex. Uh, they appear where there's cold spots and they're swirling funnels. Um, and yet again, people like to believe that it is the loved ones returning and they appear in a wisp of light or swirling energy of light. Um, they're often caught on video and camera as swirling 
clouds, if you will, but they could appear indoor okay. as well. Um, and that's also, you know, there's the sub-classification of that, of the mist fog wisp ghosts, um, which, rather than just being a funnel ghost, it appears in a centralized area, fog, that may rise and appear the shape of a human. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> and we've had, you know, really, we've had some neat int uh, experiences with more, uh, I guess you would say, fog-type ghosts um, in cemeteries and stuff. Right. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, the, the one that, I don't know, the one that, the one that um, I like, and, you know, I really got to post some of these pictures, but uh, I remember we were at one place, and it was in the summer, which is not my ideal time to go. Right. With you know, ghost hunting, but I heard something behind me and I turned around real fast and I snapped a picture and it was like a column of fog. Remember that? Yeah, that's more ectoplasmic. Yeah, what yeah, they call right. Ectomist. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so uh, that's the same deal with the fog, but they usually hover a couple feet off ground in the shape of a human and they can either be still or move swiftly. Huh. Yeah, so... Yeah, there's a lot of subcategories when you really get into it. And a lot of them kind of seem like they cross. Yeah, I mean, for the most part, the, the ectomists and all are usually found in, like, graveyards or historical sites, things like that. Uh, no <clears throat> explanation on why, but mm -hmm. that's just kind of it. Um, it's interesting that people often associate ghosts with cemeteries. You figure that'd be the last place it'd be. Yeah, because they, they say people want to revisit places that they were familiar with or that they like. But it could be uh, people who walk the cemetery. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, what about the idea of a, of a graveyard specter? And, and that's like the idea of the spirit of the last person buried kind of watches over the cemetery right. until the next person. So. So maybe maybe it's like a duty on the other side. It's or, like a uh, spectral groundskeeper. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so I mean, I haven't heard a lot of people talk about that. I think I've only read about it in a few places, but and I, I don't even remember like really where the uh, the idea that comes from. But the the spirit of the last person buried mm. stays around until the next person. Right, right, right. I've heard that. So I mean, that's kind of neat. Um, I, I guess the, um, probably the more familiar terms people are familiar with when it comes to ghosts or spirits would be a poltergeist. Okay, yeah, that's, uh, that's a name everyone knows. Yeah, which means noisy spirit or noisy ghost. And um, they're said to make noise and manipulate the physical environment around them. Now, there is an idea um, that this could be manifested from someone's own negative energy and it usually happens around teenage girls right hormones um, going hormones crazy and, uh, starting know. menstruation it also <clears throat> happens around people that have suffered trauma or rape or anything like that okay um, so so it's basically like them like throwing out kind of there like almost like telekinesis without them it's almost it. like telekinesis you know they they classify this as a ghost but i don't know if i would because what's interesting about it is you have things flying off the walls you have doors slamming and stuff but a lot of the time when the kids go to therapy right it cease it cease to exist huh yeah however i should mention that in some cases uh the energy gets dangerous it's believed uh in extreme cases, usually poltergeist activity is not a dangerous thing. Not like you see in the movies. Right. It's like a door slamming or a door something. slamming, something like right. that. Uh, there have been cases that were documented that um, the poltergeist activity has led to some, well, I don't want to say more violent outcomes, but a little more than just slamming doors and stuff like that. But like I said, I don't know if I consider it ghosts because it could just be uh, circumstantial, but right. uh, when they get the help for the kid, right, it right. just ceases to exist. Huh. And that's not to say that happens all the time. Right. But in you know the the poltergeist one is also uh you know there's there's a lot of a lot of cases out there that uh, it's just been proven to not even have been real. Right. 
Like, yes. there, like there was a there was a real famous one, and I'm sure every you know anybody who's like studied or looked at pictures, uh, you know, the, there was one that, you know, this girl was supposedly thrown off her bed. Yep. And it turns out that years later, she said, yeah, we were jumping on the bed and our parents were taking uh, pictures. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. And then, you know. That, that's interesting. It would be because that could have gone further and they could have claimed it to be demonic oppression. Oh, it was kind of like all bald into it. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was like, yeah, it was, it was kind of, it was kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it turned out to be fake. And, uh, you know. As a lot do. Right. You know. Um. All right, so maybe we should talk a little bit on like haunted houses. Yeah, because those are fun. Ooh. And uh, as far as I'm, as far as I've seen, you know, the the average haunted house is is a very like at best a minor inconvenience to whoever is there. I mean, you have extreme cases like like the Amityville horror, but the uh, you know validity of that mm. is questionable. And everyone, when they think of a haunted house, they have a certain image in their head of this dark, dingy, rundown place. And they're not all like, well, some of them are, but most, yeah. no, no, but um, that's not the case at all. Yeah, it seems like a lot of it is, is where the house is buried, and or it, we're buried, buried. built, <laughs> built, yeah. yeah. And uh, realistically, if you're going based upon history... Try to find a place in New England that's not haunted. That's, you know, that's always you know? been my thing. It's like people... Or Virginia most... or, you know, I mean... Yeah. Settlement places. I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, you got some of the most, like, uh, you know, interesting, like... Um, I guess you'd call them ghost stories, like, you know, like the Roanoke Island that just went missing. And, yeah. You know, you got a lot of, like, weird, like, weird spots. This, this eastern part of the country has a lot of neat... Uh, uh, not in the uh, haunting and folklore along with it. Hmm. And it goes way, way back, you know. Again, this is, you know, just like other forms of the paranormal. And the folklore is what really feeds it. Because, you know, it's hard to find someone that hasn't had a ghost story. Right. Um, e even if it is just... Most people won't talk about it. Right, but... right. E even if it's just, you know, hearing a footprint somewhere. Or, right, yeah. Or, or, or someone's dog going, you know... Yeah, or the doorbell just ringing and nobody's there. Right. I mean, I mean, that could be an electrical problem, but if it continues to happen coinciding with an incident or a death or something like that. Right. That's, yeah. So, I mean, those are kind of like the... Uh, I, I guess more commonly type of, of, of ghosts or spirits. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I, I don't, I try not to classify things, you know, it's either, you know, I, I like to keep things simple. So it's either an apparition or a mist or yeah. even an orb. Right. Um, in mist, like you said, could be, you know, considered an ectoplasm. Ectoplasm, funnel, ghost, vortex, et cetera, et cetera. Right. And the apparition is just that. And, you know, I'll give you a little funny story. Um, when it comes to, you know, ghost hunting, at least with me. And, and I think, you, I mean, I know you've been to certain places with me and you had the same things. Like, we could see something. Yeah, yes. But we can't get it on film or right. get it on, on, on camera. Right. For whatever reason. Yeah. It's strange. It's like the stuff that you think to be the most realistic evidence you've ever gathered. Right. Doesn't collect on media and it's funny because naysayers will just be like yeah okay and i understand that because i'm skeptical myself and i have to see and someone with a skeptical mind like mine when i'm presented with something like that is enough to you know make my brain start itching i don't know yeah <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> yeah i mean i could think of a few a few cases uh that that really put that to the test. I mean, the first one is actually kind of where we're sitting now. Mm. And, you know, one of our, our little fun things with a group was is to, you know, uh, you know, someone new was hanging around would go in the cemetery and kind of mess with them, yeah. you know, haze them a little bit. Yeah. So we had a, a friend of ours in the cemetery before us and, um, you know, he kind of was poking around and, and, and making circles around everybody without really being noticed. And, um, we were kind of standing there. It was a full moon. It was real bright out. And uh, this guy, he, uh, he, well, what we thought was him, ran behind uh, like a mausoleum. And we all saw him. Yeah. And thought it was him. And he comes up from another side of the cemetery altogether. And 
we were all looking around like confused, like what the hell and was it could that have thing? been it could have been that it was somebody else that was screwing with us, except for the fact that the direction he was running, there was a 15-foot drop. Yeah, and he, there's no way they There was no body it. on the ground. Right. <laughs> no one screamed. And, yeah. You know, they, they would have... But I'd say what's the topper to that case is, well, we're conversing with the guy we thought we had pretending to be the ghost, that same figure we just saw reemerge in the crossroads and was standing there staring at us, and then it just walked away. It just <laughs> yeah. walked away or vanished. Yeah, so so that that was like, and there were at least five of us that saw it. Oh yeah, so. yeah. I, I mean, some of the people, some of them were so creeped out that they left. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was one person that just totally didn't believe in ghosts at all. Not it, it, until that night. Right. But, totally, totally like stereotypical. Like froze up, got in the car, was like, I don't want nothing to do yeah, with this. No, I more. gotta leave. Yeah. <laughs> um. So we'll talk. Um. Well, let's see. We'll talk. Well, all right. Another ghost story we got. That is true. Is the uh, the building that I talk about sometimes that, that I used to rent? Um, oh yes. And uh, like the way it was, it wasn't a very big place, and I think it might have been like it was a green hall at one time, right? It a, yeah. So it was an old building. In 1912, it was built. It's not there anymore. But my little spot was I don't know, maybe 12 feet wide, something like maybe, that. Maybe a little bit wider. And I had a, a couch on one side and a chair on one side. And I was sitting in the chair. Cameron was across from me. And uh, the door was open, so it must have been warm out. Yeah. And uh, I saw, like, to the left of me, which would... Well, first we should mention you could hear walking up the stairs. Right. Yeah. And Which something you heard all the time. Yeah. And I saw a shadow kind of walking up the stairs. So I looked real quick. And, um, you know, I saw a guy... Um, kind of poke his head in like leaned in and he looked me like like dead in the eye like it was it was weird and he looked at Cameron and he backed up and walked away but he didn't walk away because we got up and by the time we got to the door there was nothing the, the, the funny part about that was <laughs> I was just kind of staring there and I looked at Cameron and his face was like what the hell I was like did you just see that it's like the guy the guy that just walked in yeah yeah I just saw yeah. that and we looked everywhere, and, and there was no place that, uh, no. you know, it, it, it was what it was. And, and the, the caretaker of the building did say that he believed it to be haunted. Right. So, so you know, we, we ended up just started calling the, the entity Bob. Yep. Yeah, and he Bob never, showed up quite a bit, actually. Yeah, yeah. He, he never really heard, he heard yeah. anything. I just He was like a caretaker. He, he, you know, that that's what it looked like. He was just poking his head in to mm -hmm. see what was going on. Mm -hmm. You know, um... I can share a very interesting oh, uh, ghost story with the same building, actually. We were, uh, and we'll get into techniques later, but we were running an EVP session, an electronic voice phenomena, and we had the recorder going, and we're asking to try to make contact, and all of a sudden, you know, there was, I don't know, six or seven of us in the room, full group that night. We started smelling roses. Right, right. Okay? <clears throat> Which, uh, as we talked before, you know, sometimes associated with smells. And then we uh, heard a, we heard a woman's... We heard a woman's voice. And it, like almost, humming. Like she was like coming It was humming. And it, was, it was almost like it was coming from the air vent. There was no one else in the building. And there would be definitely no woman that would be, yeah. high, you know, humming in this So place. we kind of laughed it off. We went to play it back. And you could hear us talking, but you couldn't hear that. So I very snidely say... Oh, I guess she must be shy. And no word of a lie, not a second later, a lit candle on the shelf got thrown across the room. Yeah, it thrown right up against the wall in, yep. in, in like... Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, that we're like, okay, all right, all right. we're backing off. All right, all right, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. So then we just developed a more friendly um, relationship with the... Uh, the ghosts of the building, if you will. Right. And, uh, a new respect for, I should say. Yeah. I mean, I, I've never, I mean, that was the closest to like any violent thing I've ever seen. Yeah. In, I don't think know. it was intended to be violent. Maybe it was I just. I think a, it was more know, of a way to be like, just shut the fuck up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It could be. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. here. I yeah, don't need to prove uh, to you. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I wish we had a camera rolling. Oh, yeah. That would have been great. But, but Christ, it probably wouldn't have shown up on camera. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> It, oh. it didn't show up on the voice recorder. All, all I know is, is it freaked out all the people that were in the room. Yeah. And they were, uh, 
And that was a good test to weed out people of the group. Yeah. Was, you, you know, that's yeah. a funny thing on a side note about the paranormal, uh, people that want to be in a paranormal group and you'd go, so, like I had access to a hotel for mm. like a whole summer because mm-hmm. mm. I was helping renovate it. And, uh, you know, we'd, we'd take some people in and we'd do some investigations because there were some There some was hauntings. the suicide room. There was the murder. Yeah, right. Yeah. So there was a couple, neat, you know, stories with the building associated to hauntings. And, uh, you know, we were in a room and we were kind of joking. And uh, like, well, what would you do if you saw the pillows? In, in, or oh, something? yes. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. one of our friends is like, if I saw that, I'd just run out of here. I and I'm like, you might as well just get out now. <laughs> <laughs> you might as well go now. You know, why, you why know? would you? Why would you? Uh, interesting enough, though, the, the faucet did turn on in that room. Yeah. That and was I weird. shut it off. And then when your team went on the second floor. Same thing. You know, the funny part about that was the water was turned off in that building. I know. I know. That's that's what's weird. So I have have this uh, idea when we split group is that somebody in the group works as a scribe. They have a notebook and they write down what happens. Because a lot of the time, you know, you're not lying. But when somebody says, did you see such and such, your mind might play tricks on you. Now, if it's written down in detail and you both saw the same thing. That's a little harder to just dismiss. Right. So, you know, that's a way, I don't want to call it scientific, but I think it's more scientific-y. Yeah, it's not even more, a word. More, but, but, you yeah. know, more valid than just one person hearing it. Um, and, yeah. and, you know, that's the thing with the groups is is they, uh, you know, the mass hysteria thing really, really, really works. Absolutely. If, if there's one person that's, you know, hyped up and... Did you and, hear this? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, and then you'll start hearing things. Right. So, um let's go into ghost hunting a little bit and we'll talk about some tools and uh you know techniques um it's my belief when it comes to ghost hunting that you know the the best tool is yourself yes and i i think you have to have the right frame of mind before going into a place mm. you know definitely not to expect anything because you could go to a place five or six seven eight times and never never see anything. But also, if you're anxious and it happens to everyone, that might not be your best day. Right. Uh, because now your guard's up. You know? Right. I mean, I'm not saying you shouldn't be on guard. I'm just saying uh, try to em- empty your mind, enter the place as neutral as you can. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, let's see. Tool-wise, um, you know, obviously a camera... You know, most people today have the assumption that your phone will take ghost photos, and that's just not the case. No. You know, the uh, the aperture of the phone is just different than a real camera. I mean, it's good for taking, you know, pictures of whatever, you know, documenting where you are maybe, but... And if you're using an app that specifically says we'll take pictures of ghosts, you need to reconsider yours. You, <laughs> you might want might you might want to reconsider. I'm not saying they put little, you know, watermarks or blueprints or anything in it. I'm just saying anything. It's just like the products you buy. You buy an EMF meter that's called a ghost meter or something like that. Yeah, if it's got not a knocking of a ghost it, on it, but, but it also doesn't look very professional showing up at a at a, a at a case when all your stuff says ghost equipment on it. <laughs> yeah. Um, just a side note. All right. So the next tool that I feel is is you know as important. Um, is a flashlight with extra batteries because always extra batteries. Yeah, you know, I've you know actually I don't don't think I've ever really witnessed like the battery draining thing like a lot right. of people talk about. But it's good to we have did. it. Just we did to, actually did once. We? Yeah, but that was at the vampire grave. Vampire. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was that was a good one. That was we'll get to that at yeah. some point. Um, and. A notebook, obviously, we talked about a, a recorder, not so much for EVPs because we'll get into that in a minute, yeah. but more or less to record your thoughts if if, if it's in a you know, mm-hmm. and also the prior to the investigation, the uh, the interview, right? It's good to have recorded for your files, right? Uh, and lastly, a thermometer, mm-hmm. uh, in, in at least document what the weather was and the temperature was. Um, I was going to say another thing to do before an investigation if is get as much information on where you're going to go. Yes. Not so not just the history, but if you can get a layout of the building, it might help you if you happen to get split up and you're running around did, in the dark trying to right, get out. And did you mention with the thermometer more of an atmospheric thermometer? Right. Than an infrared spot uh cuz 
different spots hold different temperatures. Stone is going to be colder than, you know, drywall and right. metal is going to be not that it's a bad thing to have, you know. And uh I I would add to the list personally um if it's a big area, walkie-talkies. Right, walkie-talkies. With the exclusion if you're in a big building like the said hotel, um if you're in an abandoned asylum, or anything like that that's thick concrete walls, you're not going to need the walkie because it's probably not going to work through all that concrete. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm also a fan of using, in combination with the camera, a light grid. Okay, yeah. Just just for size and placement. Right. Mm -hmm. And interference between uh, the lights. Right. Um, yeah. And another thing is, is be mindful of time. Uh, you know, in an investigation, say we're going to, we're going to split up and we're going to meet back here in exactly a half an hour, let's mm -hmm. say. Because, I mean, the safety of the group is is the it's most... paramount. Right. Yeah. So, 30 minutes is about enough time that your mind doesn't start doing what it wants to do. Right. I mean, eventually you're going to start seeing things. So, take a break. Right. Yeah. Regather your thoughts with your group. Go over your notes. Uh, another good thing for time, too, is if the client suggests that certain things are happening at certain times, to try to orchestrate your investigation around that, uh, because that might fall into more of a residual haunting. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, other basic stuff that you should do on an investigation, like obviously no smoking when yes. you're actually recording stuff. I mean, take a designated break. Yeah. You know, be mindful of, of your hair, let's say. You know, keep it tied back or uh, jewelry. Or jewelry. Any, jewelry. Anything that's yeah. going to be reflective. So. Body piercings, things exactly, like that. Exactly. Pick up. You know, I mean, I got the body piercings. Take them out. Uh, and we have a strict policy of no smoking. You know, even if it's an outdoor thing, no smoking. Yeah. None. Because the wind's going to blow that smoke. And if I get a picture of something that I think's great and I find out it's cigarette smoke, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be pretty bummed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, let's see. See, I'm, I'm more of, I would consider a, a, like a low-tech kind of uh, person. I don't, I don't. More of like old school. Yeah. I don't, I don't really believe too much in a lot of these new tools. Like uh, I go, if I'm in a house or uh, even outside, I could, you know, I would like. Well, like in a house, I would put masking tape yes. on the door, like yeah. on the door frame to make sure no one's opened it. Right. Or on the window or lay a piece of thread, tape it across the hallway mm -hmm. where no one would see it. So if, you know, someone's walking around. Where physical... I, I like the pressure pad alarms. Oh, yeah. Those are yeah. neat. Um, yeah. But again, that is where my questionable side is because, you know, the old school uh, flour or powder method is, you know, sprinkling on the ground to pick up you know, ghost footprints. And I'm kind of in the middle of the road. I've never actually seen this work in success of myself personally. Uh, it might be a better trap for living people. I was going to say, because if stuff's moving and you have footprints and it's like, wait a minute, that's a new balance and you're wearing that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I don't, I don't see how, um, uh, an entity that is not physical would leave footprints. But I mean, that also means how does it, you know, how do you hear it walking upstairs? Right. Or manifest yeah. enough energy to push something over. Right. But there's a lot of questions, a lot of questions. And that part of the invest, I mean, the whole part of investigation is trying to find answers. So, so, you know, now with like a lot of the new school, everyone's got an EMF meter. That's an electronic, uh, uh, magnif uh, magnetic, magnetic field yeah. detector. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, judging, or, or that's based on that, that ghost use magnetic energy to, to travel. And nowadays in any house, you know, the magnetic field is going to be crazy because you got wires everywhere, even outside. You and if it's an old everywhere. house where you get a lot of these people, I you think get they the got an wires. old house right. and they get the, the cloth wrapped wires, which are just bleeding with the, right. the EMFs. Or if you live under a, uh, what do you call it? Power lines. Yeah, anywhere uh, on a power line, you, you might or get there, a surge. there could even be electronic interference coming from in underground. So, right. 
I mean, and enough EMFs could don't forget could, could make like a like a plasma ball kind of like spark. It can cause spark, but it, it can also cause hallucinations and an uneasy feeling to make the hair stand up on the back of your neck. And, and, and you know, proof of point of this is they actually use this in a lot of like haunted attractions. Yes, will we'll use the the either a vibration or a, a or a static device to make yeah, you static feel, charge yes. right to make you feel uneasy. So. You know, it could be your house playing tricks on you, and, you know, you just don't even know it. Right. So, the other one that I have a hard time with is the spirit box. Yes. And they become very popular today. And basically, it's a, it's, uh, it's a radio that's made to um, cycle channels, and you can, some of the higher-end ones, you can control the intervals. Mm -hmm. So, it's like blipping through, like, you know, just fractions of a second so you're gonna hear noise because so, there's noise in the banks yeah but even if you're going for the the older style of that with the white noise generator right. white noise isn't no noise it's a bunch of noise right combating itself so you're gonna pick up on sounds and and you know my my personal opinion with with white noise is that if you listen to enough static mm -hmm. you're gonna hear whatever you want to hear and if you are recording emfs and a voice appears on it that's fantastic because you don't find that all the time. A lot of the shows and all, as you'll see, will filter through. And I think once you're filtering through enough, you're going to find something right. one way or another. If you continue to filter until you find something, you will find something. Uh, if you're just highlighting the noise, you know, you're bringing the, the, the noise level up. If it's a whisper, that's a different story. Right. But, and, you know, like I said, I, I you know, what, I'll tell you what killed it for me with with a whole EVP thing is yeah. we went to a paranormal conference oh boy and uh this was some years back a, a few you know it was it was a few of us that went yeah, 12 years ago or something and it was a while ago yeah. and uh last one for a reason yeah that was the last one for a reason and uh, you know the 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 group that i mean the, you know people say that we take things uh very lightheartedly and, and joke around a lot these people were actual circus clowns almost yes they they did the, you yeah, know they're not doing it in a mocking way <laughs> yeah. we, we just joke we, around we, you know we, these people took things to another level and yeah. uh and, uh but anyhow they had all the evps and they're like you know you'll you know they'll be talking and like we were here and blah blah and it's like you'll hear out blah, 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 and they'll be like well did you hear that and it said you know mommy or something um, yeah or yeah. get out get out's the biggest yeah one. right Everyone, you know, I mean, I don't know, all ghost misanthropes, yeah. they just like, they just hate people and they're like, get out of my house. Yeah, right. Get out of my house. Um, Which you'll always find in one of those data banks, too. I bet. You will always find, and I get out. After about an hour of this, I made up my mind that I will not spend hardly any time uh, doing EVPs. I'll play around with it here and there just, yeah, just I don't, to do it. I don't but... shy away from EVPs. I just shy away from para-conventions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and, and you can hear it online. Go to YouTube and listen to... Type in, you know, anybody. And I just have never heard anything that's convincing. Like, I've mm. never heard a full voice on the recorder and saying this is, you know... I, I will say I have. Not that we've recorded. I've heard stuff online. But I'm awfully suspect of it. I'm suspect you know? to anything online. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's hard, you know. But personally, fake fake news. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Personally, the only times that I ever picked up a voice that shouldn't have been where it was is by accident. Right. Like making a rec like a recording of of some like a birthday cake or something, and you heard someone else that wasn't there or something, you know. Um, on a birthday cake? Yeah, no, no. We so were like, like at a, hey, happy birthday. Yeah, Get out. Yeah, we were at a, like someone's birthday. <laughs> yeah. My brother had was recording, and after everyone stopped talking, you heard a voice that we couldn't identify. What did it say? I don't remember now. Oh, man. <laughs> it was, didn't say happy birthday? No, it was oh. it was des definitely, a, I, I don't, I have to talk oh, to him about mm -hmm. that. But, uh. Blow out the candles. Yeah, yeah still going. <laughs> um. Now, yeah, so EVP is something I just, I, I don't know. I, I want to believe it can work. In, in Maybe maybe if you do it without the white noise and all, with all the filters and you actually have a clear, crisp, you know, maybe I'll buy it a little bit more. And the same thing goes with ghost, you know, photos. It's, it's so hard to, like, 
nowadays with computers and you know you can get an app to make ghosts. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, okay, some of them, some of them are obviously goofy, but yeah, I mean, but I mean, then again, yeah, know. there's some stuff that's even hard. You know, it's just a little harder to yep. detect. Deep fake. Or yeah. Something. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, my question to you, because I know you're totally into this, is the old divination technique. Oh, definitely. Um, um, you know, I go in like I'll use a pendulum. Um, or I have used Ouija boards throughout my whole life. You know, a lot of people will give me hell for that. And, uh, you know, the Ouija boards are evil and all that kind of nonsense. Yeah, according to The Exorcist. Right. After according The Exorcist. Right, according to The Exorcist. Yeah. The uh, all recorded history of spirit boards before then, perfectly fine. Right. In fact, you know, the, the Ouija boards, on a side note, and this is probably a show just of its own, and, you know, after it, it's, it's, it's funny. It's like after the Civil War. Yep. Spirit boards became popular. Right. People want to talk to their loved ones. After World War One, they, they raised in popularity again. World War Two, the same thing. And in Vietnam, they actually, in the 60s, they did the mm -hmm. whole thing. Plus, the 60s, you had the spiritualism movement. The spiritualism the more modern movement. Did, yep. You know, and so after every major, like, catastrophe, let's say. Well, yeah, not even just then, but uh, fascination. Because right. I know, like, now they're on an uprise again. Because you have an influx of uh, people dabbling with the occult and witchcraft. Right. You know? um, now, which is funny because I don't necessarily associate a Ouija board w with witchcraft or, you, you know. Right. Or, you Nor know, should it be, but you go to Salem. Oh, yeah. You go up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't want to talk about that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the board, I've had, I've had success. I've used them my whole life. And I've never had... Um, any negative, like, negative experiences with mm. them. Uh, you know, even if you ask the spirit to, like, you know, make a candle flicker higher or something, mm. and, you know, or do something, like, physical, mm. I, I still never had any, like... And I, and, and I know also you consult them yourself, but you also professionally read tarot cards. Right, yeah, so. that's, a, you know, that's another thing I've done forever. And um, the tarot cards, I... I I view them a little bit different than most people. I, I think that, um, you know, uh, I tell someone, you know, if there's a, someone on the other side that wants to come through, sometimes they'll show up in the cards. Yeah. Sometimes they don't. Right. Um, but that goes the same thing with everything else. It's seances. Like, seances I've done. Yeah. Um, and, and I mean, you've been involved in in certain I've been like uh, you in circles, know and, trans yeah. trans sessions that, yeah. that I've done, and you know we've recorded a lot of those because I don't remember a lot of what goes on. And you know, I'll tell you, it's <laughs> it's, a, it's a it's a it's an odd situation. You know, it's everyone is you know baffled. It's trippy. It's, it's more crazy for me, mm -hmm. you know, to learn what what happened. You know, we used to record a lot of like question and answer kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, do that again. Yeah, we, we should. We definitely have to. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, let's see here. What else we got? Oh, the Downsing rods. Yeah, that's another thing that it's something that modern day science still still can't tell you why it works. It just I, I, does. I know for some reason it works finding water. They say, and uh, they say that I say it because I've used it. Yeah. You know, digging all over the damn property trying to find a septic tank can't find it. Bring out the rods and hit it immediately. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 you'll have the, like, you know, scientists today will tell you up and down that there is nothing to it. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. Okay, um, let's see here. There's just a couple more things I wanted to do before we get to some famous stuff. Um, and that's back with devices. Is the geophone. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people use that today to hear... You know, ghostly, oh, yeah, up yeah, ghostly yeah. footprints yeah. or ghostly, you know, uh, you know, whatever. In geophone is what people use to detect earthquakes, in, right? In strong vibrations, and that's where, in place, I like to use the vibration pads, right? Because that way, you just get an alarm, you get an alert that there's some movement in the area, something that's strong enough to. Uh, to create movement, either walking on the floor or lifting a window and, uh, alert us to get to that end of the building. 
Right. Yeah. So I hold more stock in that just for what that is. Right. Um, and it really the last thing was the, the night camera in a laser grid. Yes. Uh, the, the laser yeah. grid's a neat idea just for a frame of reference. I don't know that I would trust it to, like, you know, see the ghost or whatever bending around, you know. Yeah. And I've seen videos and, and, and the, you know, they touched on this in a lot of movies. I mean, yeah. you know. If you watch the uh, the paranormal activity movies, you'll see every type of oh ghost every hunting. gadget yeah, yeah every gadget you never even yeah. thought about yeah so <laughs> um, I think before we get into the hauntings let's uh, let's take a quick break okay okay so um, we're gonna talk a little bit about some famous hauntings here in New England and uh, we're gonna throw in some of our uh, personal stories. Even in some of these places we're going to talk about. Mm. Mm. Uh, and I don't think I can tell where it was, but... Okay, it, it, it'll, <laughs> it'll, 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 be, it'll be one of these. That's yeah. all I'll say. Yeah, yeah. Now, um, the first one I, I picked up was uh, Danvers State, which was known as Danvers State, a sane, insane asylum. Uh, and then another one, and that, of course, is in Massachusetts, and the other one was the Lad Center in Exeter, Rhode Island. Mm -hmm. So... Instead of like going into like long details, we'll just kind of put those together because yeah. basically the same type of things happened in the same type of hauntings were experienced. Correct. So uh, these institutions, in my opinion, started off with, you know, good ideas, but yeah. they went downhill pretty fast. The road to hell is paved on good intentions exactly. alone. Yes. Uh, and as far as the Lad Center uh, goes, I've talked to... In, in this area, there's a lot of people that have worked there, yeah. have spent time there, or, you know, because... Or even I mean, gone on field trips Yeah, go, go to field trips, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, these places were... It basically, if you could picture a, a hell-like environment, uh, that was it. I mean, these these uh, patients that probably shouldn't even have been there mm -hmm. and, and were basically just kind of herded together. Some of them weren't even fully dressed chained to the wall chained in to some the wall, cases uh, wallowing you know, in their own filth right like they would go to yeah. the bathroom wherever they were you know it just they yeah. no one cleaned it up it smelled like urine yeah. uh, and, and they just weren't taken care of and a lot of times they were they were beaten mm -hmm. uh and and at least a good number of them uh, you know they were raped by doctors yep, sexually and, assaulted and uh and which actually you know uh caused several pregnancies yes which led to abortions and yeah well they actually found proof of this like burial mounds not, not to almost. mention they have they had maternity areas right and uh some of these people you know depending on the age it was they'd have uh restraint cribs right so the child would grow up in this crib that was more like a cage and they were basically condemned to live this life Right. Uh, let's see. Uh, lobotomies, electric th shock therapy. Electric shock therapy was was real big, yeah, it, which is still practiced. But back then, it, it, you weren't tranquilized. You weren't put out. They basically put a piece of leather in your mouth and went at it. Right. And you end up with broken teeth and right. lost memory and awful, awful, awful treatment of these people. And uh, you know, a lot of a lot of people will say that uh, you know these. You know, people were tormented so much that it actually made like a, like an evil feeling, yeah. like kind of vortex, right? Almost in these places. Well, keep in mind too, it wasn't just the mentally ill, but it was also the mentally handicapped. Well, that's what I mean. And, it was people, people that shouldn't have and been homeless, right? Yeah. You know, people, people that shouldn't. You know, people that in today's standards would not be right. Would be you know function, working in society and right. probably living on their own, right? But. You know, in this time, you know, for one, of course, they didn't know a lot of what they know now. Mm -hmm. And it was... And it know, was just easier to deal with them. Exactly. For the family, and, and, honestly. And, 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 you know, that's, it, it might sound cruel today, but in the, you, you can't... In my opinion, you can't really, you know, condemn people for using today's climate back then. Right. You know, yeah. that was just the way it was, and yeah. they didn't think nothing else about it. Right. It was awful, but... Things have changed, thankfully. Right, right exactly. Yeah. But these places have deep energy. Right. And, and, 
you know, um, that's the quintessential haunted place people think of are abandoned asylums. Right. You know, there's so many movies that that build off of this fear. Uh, so many haunted houses you go through that use that as the platform. Right. Right. Yeah. Because th- there's just this fear that we have that anyone at any point can lose their mind and. You go to a hospital today, it's just like a hospital. You go back then, it's like a prison. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's all modeled, usually after, like, Victorian-era uh, asylums. Right, big heavy or, heavy metal doors. Yeah, with, schools for wayward girls and things like that. They just group them all together. Yeah, and, and if anything, it made people with minor problems have major problems. Correct. Because yeah. eventually there's no coming back from, right. you know, being abused like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyhow, we've actually, well, all right, we've been to, we've at least been to both of these places. Yes. One of them was by accident. Yes. Uh, but the, uh, the lad center is, is a place that, that we've. Yeah. It's torn down now, but it was a local place. Uh, they didn't really like you being there. So. Right. So it was uh, a lot of quick visits. And so, yeah, I mean, fuck it. We went there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't go inside. There's so much, you know, another thing to keep in mind with abandoned places, not only is it dangerous because, you know, who wants to pay fees when getting caught, but right. there's also asbestos, asbestos falling. You got stairwells caving in. You got, yeah, well, you, you got, got leaking water everywhere. So yeah. you got slippery. It's, and uh, on some occasions <clears throat> you do have. Can, uh, people living in there. Right. And, uh, and, you know, those yeah. are just problems you don't want. Unless you're, yeah. unless you're like able to, you know, if you yeah. have, if you can app- get permission, if you, you can the clear the place out, yeah, you can, go, you know. go have fun. Yeah. But, um, I, I mean, that was one of the first places that I ever saw that had so many different phenomena going on in one spot. Mm-hmm. It, it was it was just it was out of this world. Yeah, and I don't think tearing it down really helped. But no. <laughs> so I'll share a story, <clears throat> and I <laughs> I seldom share the story, so why not share it for everyone on the internet? <laughs> um, when I was probably just on around seventeen years old, I mean I I say I'm a skeptic now. I was a non-believer back then. I was a total non-believer. And I was with my ex, and we were parking behind a building, which seemed one building as good as another, um, at uh, an abandoned asylum, because we're weirdos. Um, And some time goes by, blah, blah. I turn my headlights on, and I see a little boy uh, standing next to the building. Uh which is troublesome in itself, except he appeared post-mortem. He, uh, he had features that he had been deceased for a while. Hmm. And immediately I, I just, I closed my eyes. I drummed it up as just short-term insanity or something. Being nervous in the Being area. nervous in the area. You know the stories. stories you know, <clears throat> I open my eyes. He's gone. Good. No problem. <laughs> Until I turn to grab my seatbelt and he's right at my window. Uh, I was so riddled with fear that I actually did not inform the, the girl I was with um, of what I saw. I just said, we need to get the hell out of here. And she's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> so we're driving out. And then when you get to the main road, you have the, the lights on the road. She starts freaking out. Now, she was a believer, but she's like, there's children handprints on the windshield. I'm like, no, there's not. And I'll be damned, there were children handprints on the windshield. And without even thinking, I hit the windshield wipers with the fluid. Luckily, I guess luckily, it it didn't get rid of them because they weren't on the outside. The children handprints were on the inside of the windshield. I know this because I smudged one of them to double check, try to you know, check my brain working properly. Uh, I left them there the next day and showed my mother to validate what I had seen and what I had been through. And, you know, she'll tell you, you know, and, and there was, I mean, obviously there was no late little kids that would be like jumping around in your car. So there was no, no, way this would no, happen. no, 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 and, no. And I will say that probably a year after we, 
went there and it took a lot to get Cameron to go back. So <laughs> we, yeah, it, you we, know, we, 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 like and nothing scares me, but that is one thing. And it's something I think of often. Right. Huh. You know? Yeah. Now we were in the same place with a, a group of people. Well, I wouldn't say a group. We were in an SUV, and there was four of us. Uh, No, no, no. The other time in the car. Oh. oh. (laughs) So the the funny part with this was we're all sitting outside this one. um, Was it the pool? Yeah. Oh, no, the children's ward. The the boys' house. The boys' house, yeah. And Well, you know, the weird thing with that pool was, you know, this place was closed down for years and years, and... um. That one night we were smelling chlorine. Yeah, like it smelled like it was just played with. And that pool was where I saw that boy. And I'll have to say I did a little research. They actually found the body of a boy tucked away in a laundry basket in the pool room. Wow. Yeah. Um. So anyway, so we were there and we heard this singing, yes. like it was like a choir of people singing. Yeah. And it was coming out of this building. And we were there for a while. And, and, you know, like, we're like, we don't want to get caught, but we don't want to leave. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to leave either. And yeah. we were taking pictures and, you know, you could see, definitely see things in the, in the, in the window and stuff. It was really weird. And then we were sitting there and the, the car started moving. Yeah. Like it was being nudged, but there was nothing outside. And we ended up going to a, a, a coffee place yeah. after because we we had a friend that worked out that way. Oh yeah, and we're the, we're looking yeah. outside, and they're all little handprints all over yeah. the outside of the car, yeah. including the handles to the car. <laughs> You're right, <laughs> and like it, we couldn't believe it. We were such in like, oh yeah. man, we were we were such in shock that like, yeah. so we. Uh, you know, we did know. return there like a year later with uh, another group of people that seemed to be a little more adventurous. And this time we were in an SUV <laughs> and we're sitting there and the guy driving's like, oh, I don't think anything's going to happen. Blah, blah, <laughs> blah. You know, this is all bullshit. And then the SUV starts rocking and he's like, oh, he's freaking out. And I'm like, no, no, no. Hold on. This is just the beginning. <laughs> this is just the beginning. So we sat there. And as soon as it stopped, we got out of there, and there were children handprints on the inside of the windshield. Again, And yes. on the outside of the doors, again. So yeah. it, w- it was definitely, like, I don't know. I, I don't know the reason for it, but they were there, and, yeah. and it, it definitely is something that stuck in my mind. Yeah. All right, so another uh, famous spot is a place in Vermont called Emily's Bridge. Now, this has got a couple of stories you know, different versions of this story. So it's definitely like a a local legend. And um, so this girl named Emily, this is the story I got. Uh, She was going to meet this guy on the bridge and run off together. Right. She was madly in love and uh, and the guy never showed up. So she hung herself Mm. on the bridge Mm. and people see her there. And uh, there's even stories that she is almost like luring people to join her. So, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. She's supposed to meet this dude. He doesn't show up and she kills herself. Yeah. So, she, like, had the rope with her? Was that, like, her fallback? <laughs> Man, I don't know. Yeah. All I, that's that's just all I heard. She could have okay. used her dress. Yeah, maybe she went home and then came back. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, or she, yeah, you yeah. know what? Okay, I don't even know why I'm asking. I don't even know. It's not, pro- it's just, it has nothing She could have used her dress. I don't know. Yeah, it has nothing to do with the story. But people see her often and they feel like she's kind of luring them mm-hmm. to, to join her. Mm. So that makes that, that that's kind of interesting. Oh, I got a, a good one. Uh, there's a local legend on one of the roads around here of seeing there was a little boy that was killed riding a tricycle. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I remember I was driving down this road at night once with my mother and I was telling her about it. And a red ball blew out in the road, and she almost shit herself. She, <laughs> he's like, I thought that was a tricycle. <laughs> so we didn't encounter the boy on the tricycle, but uh, it makes for a good story. But, yeah, there's a lot of local legends and folklore uh, just here in New England. Yeah, I mean, I, and I'll tell you the biggest bummer for me is we set a whole day aside oh God. to go looking and, and yeah. hoping to find something. We never do. Yeah. Like, I can remember one night driving 
all over Exeter, this one back road, back and forth, back and forth, that was supposedly had had this, uh, you know, specter that would travel the road. And I, and I think it was a, a, the story was it was a hitchhiker that got ran over. Mm. And, um, man, we were out there all night and we couldn't, we couldn't see nothing. But we were out in Exeter on some back roads once. That it ended up. <laughs> and no, we're driving and, um, uh, we saw what looked like people in uh, like, union uniforms right, run like, across the road, run right through the SUV. Right. And, but and, and, yeah, and, we'll probably have to elaborate on a lot of these on a, uh, another show too. I right. Think. Oh, yeah. well, this one's an easy one because well, the, in this time, oh, we're going up, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, You're listening to More Certa Paranormal Podcast. Yeah. Okay. Was... So yeah, the uh, battleground, and uh, it was probably one of the most clearest yeah. apparitions I've ever seen. Uh, like you all could, of us, it, we so all saw all three it. of us. Yeah. You know, like you could see like the belt buckles and you know yeah. uh, all that kind of stuff. That was kind of neat. Yeah. Um, let's see. Connecticut's got a whole mess of you know like Dudley Town. Which we yeah. went to once and got that was a, chased out of there. Yeah. yeah, we went all that way and ended up where well, we couldn't get yeah, in. Yeah, apparently they got it closed off. <laughs> yeah, apparently yeah. they don't want you it's walking for cool in there. people only. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, we have uh, in New London, there is Ledge Light, uh, which is haunted by a ghost. That's they the call, lighthouse. Right, the lighthouse yeah. at the end of the, the Thames River. And that's haunted by a ghost named Ernie. And supposedly his uh, his wife ran off with a sea captain, and he jumped off the the top of the building or the railing that goes around the top, and mm-hmm. the rock itself is called like uh, Ernie's. I can't remember what they call it now. Ernie's Rock. Ernie's well, Rock. Why yeah. Not? Uh, but you it's know, a move conversation forward. Right. We'll call, we'll call it Ernie's, Ernie's Rock. rock. Um, so even today, um, it's unmanned, but people still have to go there. And they used to have ghost tours through there. And supposedly, I don't know how much you, you look into these, you know, haunted paranormal TV shows, which I don't. But that's on the list of one of the most haunted places right. Right. Um, around. They used to do tours there. You used to go out in a boat and, mm-hmm. you know, all that kind of stuff. But I don't, they don't do that no more. Hmm. I mean, really, all that was in there was a desk that was left. And oh. you just go in a big open building. So, yeah. <laughs> big spooky desk. But it used to scare uh, uh Coast Guard people, like with because yep. they used to have to stay there overnight, and they'd yeah. always get like creeped out and 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 that sort of thing. But um, we're running a little bit long, so uh, personal thoughts on what ghosts are. Oh no! Okay, there we go. <laughs> Put me on. We're running a little long. You said well, we, we got, got another hour here. We got to finish. Energy. I just, I personally think it's energy being displaced. Exactly. Um, right. Um, you know, and I mean, that's the whole idea of residual uh, ghosts is it's basically imprinted like photograph moving pictures. So right. uh, that's what I see is, you know, I guess well, that opinion would have to vary because of interactive uh, spirits. Right. Which could be manifestation of people's emotions. Yeah. So, in you know, are they are they dead? Uh, you know, it, are they dead? Are there different planes? There's there's so many questions that I don't have answers for. I've studied this so long, and I still am not even close to getting the answers I want. See, in but, in, in my personal opinion, uh, either they're they're either the dead, um, and they're in a spiritual form, or they are people in another plane right of existence right like over the veil or in a parallel like universe a parallel yeah and sometimes they bleed through so sometimes some of these residual hauntings are where that veil might be thinner mm-hmm. so it'll be thinner on certain days or certain days well i mean let's not forget you know being mm-hmm. catholic is we both grew up yeah. you know we have all souls day and that's a day right for the spirits that are the you know that's when the spirits are the more active is the and, thinnest right yeah. so you know every uh, every like group of people have their their like core belief of but every single country every single religion 
and even every region all over, even tribal and all, have some sort of stories of ghosts. Right. Yeah. Yeah, And, you know, we live in southern New England, and, you know, the native tribes here have so many, like, there's so many stories of spirits in the woods, whether it be in Bigfoot or, or being, you know, just, uh, uh, you know, an angry deer God that wants to kill you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, right. They're there. Right. And, right. 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 So, yeah. um, yeah, I guess that about sums that one up. Our next show, uh, next week is going to be, uh, a mix, uh, a mixed show of, um, of Mothman and the men in black. Mm. And, the reason why they're put together is, well, you'll find out. You'll have to listen. <laughs> so thank you for joining us. If you want to email us anything, uh, it's um, morcertapodcast at gmail.com. Also follow us. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook. We got um, South Shore Center for the Occult and Paranormal Research. Um and, uh, yeah, there's all kinds of ways to follow us around. And, uh, you know, hopefully you enjoyed it. Hopefully you learned something. Hopefully it sparks you maybe to inspire you to go out and do some hunting on your own. So with that. Excuse me. I got I got our, uh, our own company wrong. It's South Shore Center <laughs> for, for Occult and Paranormal Research. Research. Not research. Studies. Studies. <laughs> Okay, it's getting late, guys. Okay. So thanks for listening. <laughs> Have a great night. We'll talk to you next week.